0: welcome back my name is orlando thompson and my guest today is dr gabriel taju this is episode 10 of the b-side brought to you by some college radio what's up man welcome to the b-side grab the microphone
1: yeah, yeah, what's up, man? What's up,
0: chilling, man? Glad to have you on the B side,
1: yes, sir, yes, sir.
0: It's up, though. You're parting ways, you about to bounce.
1: I know, man, it is crazy. Someone asked me today when I was leaving, uh huh, and I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, I'm not sure. Oh, tomorrow morning, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Just been one foot in front of the other, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so So tell us uh, where you're going and why.
1: Yeah, so I'm moving to Philadelphia, city of brotherly love, first capital of the United States and all that. Um, But I'm going up there to be uh, an assistant professor of uh, health services administration and policy at Temple University. So I'll be doing uh, public health research and and, and corrupting the youngins. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This This is probably, let me see, you may be the first... Alright, so I have a bunch of PhDs in my phone. I just name them doctors in my phone. I got you. I think you may be the first person that I had to change the name of in my phone to give the name doctor Oh to. nice. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately, as soon as you grab the paper from the dude in the line, you know what I'm saying? They was playing a little song, whatever, I was like, Shit. Doctor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you got me that one night, man. You were like, Man, I don't think I have your I don't think I have your phone number and I was like No, I think you do, man. He's like, oh, is this it? I was like, yeah. No, it ain't. Doctor. Put that doctor in front of it, man.
0: (laughs) Got to make that shit official. Yes, sir. What do you do? What are you a doctor of? Like, why would they give you a piece of paper that said you're a doctor?
1: So they gave me a piece of paper that said I'm a doctor because I know how to uh, do research on healthcare organizations. I know how to do research that's... You know, rigorous enough and uh, believable enough uh, to differentiate between uh, one surgical outcome versus another, mm-hmm. which one's better. Um, so I was trained to do a lot of different things in my program, but but mainly just uh, how to do high high quality research in the field of uh, uh, healthcare.
0: What so? What was your is it a dissertation or is it a thesis What
1: we dissertation yeah okay,
0: well, what was your dissertation about what was, what was the topic
1: so my dissertation um <laughs> buckle up kids it's about <laughs> to get exciting <laughs> but no it was actually on the cost effectiveness of antihypertensive medication <laughs> oh shit. yes <laughs> specifically is <that> an <laughs> an out of that? <laughs> yeah uh, I, I don't know but ce is a uh, cost effectiveness <laughs> but uh, i focused on um differences in cost between blacks and whites. Okay. Um, because <clears throat> hypertension is uh, uh, more prevalent among uh, blacks in the U.S.
0: Why is that? Uh,
1: a lot of it is due to stress, uh, neighborhood, limited opportunities in some case that prevent a uh, high quality uh, food environment, mm. uh, diet and exercise differences. You know, whites in the U.S. have access to more of that stuff
0: whole foods yeah whole
1: foods and <laughs> they've got sidewalks in their yeah. neighborhood they can run around at night without feeling threatened yeah um, a lot of stress differences uh, in the environment that that play a role in how, you know how the body responds and so so yeah so there's higher prevalence of hypertension mm. and you know the antihypertensive medications they're designed to lower blood pressure, but like rates of control are worse among blacks because, you know, they develop hypertension earlier in their life.
0: How early, like is there a five-year-old running around talking about I'm being shot at, so I got hypertension?
1: You know, um, the beginnings of hypertension Mm. uh, can start in, in childhood, but yeah, I mean, the difference between the average age at which blacks and whites are diagnosed with hypertension is about 10 years so blacks developed hypertension 10 years sooner than whites and i want to say probably you know the majority i should know this but you know about about 45 about probably about 50 percent of uh blacks in, in the country have hypertension that's crazy yeah it is and and so you know leads to downstream consequences um and also diabetes is a, a major risk factor for hypertension and um you know or vascular damage caused by hypertension and And then also um, like heart attacks and strokes happen from that. So the idea is that like uh, with any kind of research, I guess, you know, you want to do high quality research, but you want to show people like why it's important that they pay attention to this. Right. So if I just go out and say, Hey, if you actually treat blacks for their hypertension, it's more cost saving than whites. You know, you kind of make the economic argument that says, well, you're going to save a bunch of money. If geico you, yeah with geico right? <laughs> <laughs> and it just so happens that you also extend like quality of life and right. you hopefully can address this disparity i mean the disparity like we talked about goes back way further in terms of like uh, ac- uh, access to um, economic um, opportunities access to education access to healthy environments so it's
0: been denied for a very long time
1: yeah, exactly which has been denied for a very very long time and Ultimately that needs to be addressed. Like a piece of research that I did like that will, will you know, would help uh, bring some awareness.
0: Yeah. How many times have you used your uh, intelligence to pick up chicks? <laughs> like what you were working on? Like, yo baby, I'm working on this, uh, you know, this doctor's thing and, um, you know i said We talk about hypertension and... Uh, yeah, that really does yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I usually stay away from that if I'm trying to impress somebody, you know what I mean? But no, nah, it, it, I guess it, you know, I think anytime you're helping people, people gravitate towards that. But uh, oh, okay. there's never been a, a, a time when I've been in college or something like that. been like, hey, girl, you know I got an A on that exam. <laughs> Want do you see what's up with me tonight? You know, you know you're
0: taking, you're taking a minor in uh, massage therapy. Like,
1: <laughs> See that—that that would probably be more appealing, you know. Like, you—you do do you want to hear me talk about these um, these p values and the statistical significance of this difference? Uh, no.
0: As you don't work at the party?
1: Uh, nah, not for real.
0: So, so are you one of them like boy genius type doctor type people? Like you've always been hella smart?
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always been successful in school and that doesn't necessarily mean m- much um, you know it's, it's been mainly because I had access to opportunities and I had a, a mom who has a PhD also so mm. I had a lot of help. Um, What's her PhD in? Uh, Health and Human Services.
0: Okay so sort of similar track that you were on.
1: Yeah yeah right. but you know I um, I worked hard uh, growing up um, and so I mean, I think I've been definitely uh, blessed to have the opportunities and but nah boy genius. Nah, no, nah. nah, I didn't okay. I didn't get like i I didn't like get a sixteen hundred on my SAT or anything like that. But what
0: did you get on your S A T?
1: Uh I, like Wait,
0: a you got it in your phone? You uh, took a picture of no, it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, my, 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 my phone was blowing up, but uh, it, it was all right. It was all right? Yeah, it
0: was better than mine. Shit, I don't even know if I broke a thousand. It was
1: all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right.
0: Geniuses normally have other skills, like, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. got, like, they can save a life, and they can also, like, do Mozart on the piano or some shit. Yeah. So what do you do?
1: Well, I guess, you know, the music side okay. would be what I do, and that's actually another reason I'm excited about Philadelphia. Um, so, yeah, I play music. Um I've recorded two records here in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, the first one's called "Finding My Way." It's uh, on all your major outlets. Go stream <laughs> it on Spotify right now. Go buy it on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I'll
0: allow that plug.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to, got to make that money, man. You know, got to pay for this move. Um, and then my second record um, was recorded some in Muscle Shoals and some here in Birmingham. Um, and they're both distributed actually by a Japanese label called oh, nice. um, Sweet Soul Records and have recently been been picked up by a South Korean label called um Lea Play and a European label called uh Leger. Oh damn. Yeah, Holy so it's, three it's labels. A, it's starting to starting to pick up a little speed, you know? Nice. Um
0: you should holler at Suge. I think he looks for somebody <laughs> to pick up these
1: things. <laughs> I'm not trying to be held out of a... A uh, uh, a hotel balcony by my ankles. I tell you that much. Nah, I should.
0: Yo, how long you been interested in music? Uh,
1: really, since since childhood, um, my family stressed music uh, early, so I took like piano lessons and mm-hmm. uh, saxophone lessons early on, and uh, then you know developed those uh, throughout high school. Really, I, I focused on like clarinet and saxophone um, in high school. And then moved to the guitar in, in college.
0: Did the clarinet ever get you some uh, some play? <laughs>
1: uh, I mean,
0: cool, in, in high school, you I was me. the I you was the
1: uh, the section leader. You know what <laughs> I mean? So that power went to my head a few times. You know, oh, uh, that was I was an officer in the band. So yeah, it, you know, it definitely uh, did a little something. <laughs> Not as much as like you know. Quarterback of the football right. team, or something, but
0: but you, you still had a what do they call them, uh, um, the letterman, you still had a letterman jacket, right? Something like that, yeah, with some stars you know, on it, something?
1: something like that. <laughs> uh, I don't think I wore it though, but some notes you know, on it, some you notes, know, it. Some notes some exactly. Notes <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did not have one of those jackets, uh, I love music, but I wasn't like a, a, a band nerd, you know, yeah. But uh, when did
0: you start singing?
1: So I was singing in the shower growing up, um, don't, does that count? I don't know if it does. And, and I, I think sometimes
0: in the shower, I don't think that shit counts. You know, <laughs> as soon as I leave the shower, shit sounds garbage.
1: <laughs> you think so you sound that, like a star in the shower? So about bro. that running water, man. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: that running water is like auto-tune. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that, you start getting into it little beats you know what i'm saying yeah. sudden enough, up put getting them soap suds going you're like singing some michael jackson
0: soon you step out sound like some dying ass animal or some shit yeah so so you started the shower
1: yeah and then um it's funny man my my, my family they always they always wanted us to sing, or they always wanted us to play an instrument at like the family gathering, you know. Oh yeah, with the performance. Gather <laughs> around, everybody. The kids are gonna perform. Um, so yeah, we would do. Do you remember that band, The Boys? <laughs> they had a song called Happy. <laughs>
0: I think I do remember it was the like,
1: boys. Uh, yeah. It was like, Happy. She's the saddest little girl in town. Her boyfriend moved to another town. Now Happy's got a big, big frown. Man, I sang that with my brother one holiday and folks lost their mind, man. They were like, Whoa, <laughs> you can sing. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I got to college actually that I started singing for real. Um, you know, I went to a smaller blart school. Mm-hmm. And like where'd you go to college? I went to uh, it's called Swarthmore College. Swarthmore. Where's that? It's outside of Philly. Oh, so you so, going back. Man, I to know Philly. folks, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. That's dope. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like I last when I went to look for my apartment, I met up with my buddy from uh, college, and he's like, "Oh, don't even worry about it. You you already covered, man." What are we talking? You know? about,
0: are we talking about females. Uh, are we talk about spots to go
1: to. What are we talking? About? Music and <laughs> music and, and friends, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so I went to college outside of uh, Philly, and I joked with my friends like if I went to a smaller arts school, I was gonna do two things: I was gonna join an cappella choir, okay, or try, and then I was gonna play football. Did you do that? So, yeah. I played, you fucking played <laughs> football? Yeah, my freshman year of, foot, my freshman year of college, were you I played bigger football. In, were you bigger in college? No, man. <laughs> um, so, we had the longest losing streak in college football history. Okay. Division three. Okay. So, I show up. and um,
0: They let anybody play it in. They'd basically. Like,
1: it. <laughs> I played soccer in high school. Mm-hmm. And the coach was like, how fast do you run the 40 in? And how much you bench press? Okay. And he said, "Sure, you can play." How much? How
0: much did you bench press in?
1: Man, at the time it was like measly. It was like one 135.
0: one thirty five. That's all you could do back yeah,
1: then. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I by the time I went through training and stuff like that yeah. and. You know, did the next summer's uh, lifting program in the in season man, I was benching like two twenty five twice, Holy man. Shit. You know, squatting like two seventy five yeah. once, so it was like crazy. They bolted the, you up. A yeah, little bit. the transformation that happened the first year. You know, I, I probably was like, I was like, man, I was skinny. I was like one forty one.
0: That's what I am saying. You ain't that big I mean, you know now. What I mean,
1: exactly. And then when I when I was after the end of my first year in the summer workout, I was like, I was like one seventy, like you know, solid. That's crazy so maybe one day i'll get back to that
0: <laughs>
1: but uh but yeah and then so the acapella choir too i wa- you know i guess walked on to that yeah. and they were like man you can sing
0: this motherfucking place needed people they was like dude we ain't had nobody that can sing yeah. or run a ball <laughs> right, in right. 10 years exactly <laughs> come on
1: but yeah and then we just started singing and there was 10 of us okay mainly when i was in it even though we were called sixteen feet, that was the name of the the acapella choir because originally there was like eight members, like that's how they started. it. Okay, and uh, so it'd be like two people on each part, basically like bass, um, baritone, tenor, and then tenor one. Okay, um, so that's really why they why they did it like that. But I'm trying to think if this is appropriate story to tell. But
0: uh, <laughs> we hear all types of inappropriate <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, a guy named uh, this guy Evan Gregory. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and then his, his younger brother, Andrew Gregory, uh, who are now um, the Gregory brothers. So do you remember that uh, that news story that came out in North Alabama where um, there was like that break-in and it was like the Bad Intruder song? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You don't have to come yeah. and confess. We looking for you. We gonna find you. We gonna the find you. you. Yeah. The... They're climbing in your windows, and snatching your people up. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. They did that. That was them, man. They
0: made that, st- they oh, made that song,
1: and they were hilarious. Like they they were hilarious the whole time. Yeah. In the acapella choir, it was like it was just jokes and laughs the the whole time, man. Damn. Um, yeah, and so they've been very successful um, doing that, but like they are like legit real-deal musicians like virtuosos and they
0: probably got paid off of that shit too man
1: you know i think they've been doing well man and they you know translated it into into an awesome brand so it was it was a cool place a really liberal um progressive community and some of my best friends to this day i still am close to
0: yeah
1: I got um one older brother,
0: okay, what's he do
1: um he is actually starting as a band director
0: Wow, yeah the musicians. musician
1: yeah he I mean he put me on in a lot of ways because uh, he played trumpet growing up mm-hmm. um incredible trumpet player, incredible improviser, like kind of like miles davis ish yeah. I think that's one thing like my brother and I have as far as our music is that we got we always kind of had that ear. Um, but he you knows a big part in in, in my success, um, and so then he got like a ASR 10 and uh, Sonic. hell
0: is that? A shotgun or some shit? no. no it's
1: a, well, actually, you can use it to, uh, but uh, it's a keyboard. Okay. So like uh, it, that you can make beats on and stuff. Oh yeah. Actually, the Riza used it for um, Wu Tang's first record. Oh shit. Um, so it's got all these like straight up just hard um, hip hop yeah. samples like boom bap drum yeah. kits like boom, bap, boom, bap. like and it had this badass Rhodes keyboard sound and you could sample on it when did he have that so he got that in uh when he was in college okay so that means you were still like in high school or yeah so i was he's six years older than me <laughs> But then, like, he was producing these
0: crazy
1: beats on it, man. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: why didn't you become a rapper then?
1: So, you know, I just never was my thing, man. Oh, man. But, like, I was seeing hooks. Right, That's when I started, like, writing. Like, it was one day he was, like, making some beats, and I just started writing over it and, like, singing. And, you know, so that's kind of how I got uh, put on and
0: you got any of those recordings left i might I really might.
1: yeah 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 i can i might i might be able to find one or two
0: okay okay
1: yeah we had we had some songs they were they were young young gabriel you know what i mean it was <laughs> some cheesy <laughs> shit, but it was uh it was cool man for the time yeah uh we had this song called your smile <laughs> we had this this song called i'm missing you <laughs> all the classics mm, all the classics <laughs> all the all the cheese but they were the production wise and yeah. like uh, you know melody wise they were they were great so that's kind of how I got my start man and, and then you know he's done the arrangements for basically all the songs on the first two records mm. he's done the horn arrangements um that's dope mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's nice that brother's are able to like you know saying collab like that and you know keep it alive. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And keep working in each other's lives and shit.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of dope. Um, one of these days, I think we're gonna do one, just a record, just the two of us, hopefully.
0: Just the two <laughs> of us. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> that was me, not him. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> go buy that album. Uh, so, <laughs> did your Did your parents have any musical skills?
1: My mom <laughs> uh, is a crazy good piano player. Oh, okay. She says she's not, but... Um, very good sight reader. She can sit down and play whatever's in front of her.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's really I think one place we got it. And apparently I had got some like great uncles that I never met, like great great uncles that yeah. were like like just badass string musician players. Uh and then my dad, you know, my dad's African. He played the drums. Um no
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why you say Why you say it like that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: What is it? <laughs> no, uh, that, uh, that Jamie Fox, uh, Jamie, you must dance. Uh, remember that when he went to Africa, he was like, Africa, I love the way, I love the way, I love the way.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, so what was your dad good at? He could sing. Oh, nice. Yeah, he could sing. Okay.
1: He liked Phil Collins. He'd be singing some Phil Collins. And he'd be like doing his thing on it but yeah. <laughs> anyway uh and you know i think that just that that vibe that feel yeah like i think i, I might have gotten that from 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 the motherland um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i'm gonna go back and listen to your shit and see if i if i hear any africa in there
1: there's a, there's a little there's bit there's, there's there. a little world world music kind of kind of feel <laughs> here and there but man to be honest I do one 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 thing i want to do before it's all said and done is like some kind of project where like i get all african musicians yeah. and you know straight up like like uh you know african kind of beats and and you know i'd like to get my my pops to to sing some harmonies on a on a project that'd be dope yeah it would be i think it'd be pretty hard to do it but get him to do it but
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what part what part of africa is your dad from
1: oh, he's from kenya okay hey
0: you may be an obama
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. one day uh, obama and i are gonna meet and i'll be like what's up man he's gonna be like what's up and i'll be like yo i'm doing this public health thing but for real for real you got to check out my mixtape and he's gonna be like dogs i heard it man i heard the africa in there and you know you should just come work for me at the obama foundation i'm gonna pay you a lot of money we're gonna save the world and we're going to do it like that. Yeah, he I mean? may
0: ask to get up on it.
1: Hey, you know I what I'm actually, saying?
0: I actually have a... Uh, so I did an interview with this guy. His name is Jim Sokol. And the the mixtape that he gave me um, had Obama on it. Oh,
1: for real? Singing,
0: yeah, singing Amazing Grace, Amazing Grace. Singing Amazing Grace. I oh, believe. yeah. I,
1: yeah. Heard, I, I feel like he did that. Yeah, I he, saw that, man. He was like,
0: it brings me to tears when mm-hmm. I hear it. I'm like, yeah. damn, Obama. Man. He's going to be on your next tape.
1: Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite songs, Amazing Grace, yeah. and then uh, the song Precious Lord. It was uh, uh, Martin Luther King's favorite song, Precious Lord. Really? Yeah, my buddy uh, at fifth grade, his name was Wesley Hooker, and he uh, he sang it. Uh, white dude. Okay. We had this band uh, back in the day. It was a quote-unquote band, and, okay. you know, we didn't do anything. It was a fifth and sixth grade, but it was him, uh, another guy, Miles, and then uh, Wesley, and... <laughs> i was uh biracial <laughs> wesley was white and then miles was black so we called ourselves swirl
0: <laughs> quite clever,
1: yeah, quite clever yeah. for the fifth
0: and sixth graders
1: and we were you know we were going to sing and we we all had good voices even yeah. back then um
0: that was like that was like calling me bad Yeah, yeah <laughs> ooh, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh.
0: Yo, so uh, where Girl, is it you
1: know <laughs> it feels real good Man. we can do it. we're we're dancing if y'all can't if y'all can't feel it we we, we dancing right how now can you uh, not feel it? <laughs>
0: Yo, so where did your where did your parents meet how that even go down like what, what was that what was that situation
1: they met in Africa
0: she went to Africa and grabbed herself an African and brought him back real
1: quick. Basically, A <laughs> you know I'm African. African. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, man. She. She, uh, she, she, my mom was raised in a very small town yeah. in upstate New York. It wrong.
0: She know that, right?
1: And, uh, want to do it like
0: Angela, Angelina, Angelina, what's that? Angelina Jolie. Yeah. yeah you go grab your, or Madonna. Adopting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you go Adopting. Go get yourself a young man. Yeah. <laughs> Not no grown ass <laughs> African.
1: No, no. So. You, you get, get, get a young one. Get a young one. No, but she went over there, man. You know, she, uh, she spent like a summer in the Philippines. This was unheard of, you know what I mean? Yeah. In and, um, in upstate new york small town like this was you know she's 60 she's about to be 69 i think wow um so this was in high school she spent a summer in the philippines like like i said this is unheard of man and then after college she went on her own to go teach in in africa man yeah she was over there and then she met my pops and they fell in love and my brother was actually born over there oh nice Mm -hmm. mm-hmm so he was like president um, nope. I guess not. Nope. Yeah, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> he missed that boat, man. Yep.
0: <laughs>
1: so, they came back when he was like one and a half, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. What brought him back? Uh,
1: they were just trying to further their education. Okay. Um, yeah, they came back and, in real life, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff, and, um, they ended up splitting up, but, um, so I don't actually, you know, uh, obviously I, I got a really good relationship with my dad and my mom, but, yeah. um. But yeah, so
0: how long how long was he able to stay in the states? Was it was it like after was just calling him back or some shit?
1: Man, he's been here. He's he still here. He, yeah, he's still here. He's in Maryland, man. I I I, I see him um, pretty regularly, and Good. we talk every every week. And I keep telling him because I never been. I right. never been. And like when we when we were first over here, like we didn't have any money, so we weren't going to be buying buying plane tickets. And then right. finally, like when my mom and dad they started making a little bit. They just were like, "Well, we'll just send the money back," mm. and so now every time I talk to my dad about it, he's like, "Man, if I go, I'm gonna stay." I'm like, "Man, come on, dude!" Like, <laughs> so that's his excuse now. But right. yeah, man, he's like, he's like, you know, sending money back, paying for school fees, all that kind of stuff. So I guess he'd rather just like, you know, help his people and yeah. and make that happen from and here. from here. Um, but he's probably gonna go back uh, when he when he retires.
0: I mean
1: yeah. how old is he? he's he just turned 70. Okay.
0: He should be retiring.
1: Man, my dad's an interesting fella, dude. He's like <laughs> He's probably, I mean, like he he's a uh, library scientist. Okay, uh, so he works at Bowie State library University.
0: scientist. What does that mean? Is he like molecularizing books and shit? Be, I mean the basically. There's a cat in here? Yeah. like yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> <from> Thriller. <laughs> no matter if you back or do that's that's Mina. That's a fat ass cat. You
1: man. can probably see her on my Instagram. Damn, she's a big girl. You know. You know, hey,
0: we ain't, we ain't hey, shaming. Ain't you. no ain't discrimination,
1: body exactly. Nobody nope. no shaming. shaming. Nope, nope, not at all.
0: Nope. <laughs> you know she's she's beautiful. She's beautiful. I tell you that. Just the way you are, baby. Mm-hmm. Just
1: the way you are. Yes, sir. Don't change. <laughs> don't change, little girl. Um, but uh, what were we saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, library science. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, how does, a, how does a library decide what books to get? You know what I mean? Like, somebody has to make those decisions. But
0: a scientist, though?
1: Yeah, that's what they, they call them. People have unlimited access to information, right. but they don't know how to look for it. I'm you know? one of those
0: people. I definitely don't know how to use the internet. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't
1: so that's the thing like he kind of helps help students do that and you know makes decisions as far as like what what journals to subscribe to for the mm. for the people because there's a lot of them out there and yeah you know what books to bring in and you know what, what what's the current uh hot topic and how to do research so yeah so he's been doing that and you know he goes into work and does his thing man and just mm. comes home and he's cool with it I'm man
0: so they make a lot of money, library scientists. Yeah, he makes pretty good money. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. man. I need to go back to school. So you got tenure and something.
1: everything, man. You got a <laughs> tenure, tenure job and
0: everything. Tenure job for library scientists.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. It's like it's crazy how people have their little hustle, man. Yeah. And I mean, the like, you know, he's not stressed out or anything. He's just doing his thing.
0: I mean, how many library scientists are there in the world?
1: Um, I mean, each each.
0: I'm sure they got like a convention that he goes to once a year. He does go shit. to a
1: co- convention, <laughs> but no, they they do uh like like most libraries are gonna have somebody with that kind of qualification. Okay, you know to I make those decisions. I got a friend, but mm-hmm. I don't
0: think she would call herself a scientist. Mm, yeah. I meant to ask her about Yeah, he
1: has a master's in library science.
0: Wow. Wait, a master's made him a yeah. scientist? Yeah. yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. I thought. Don't you need the same? <laughs> Don't you need a PhD to be a scientist?
1: I mean, it may be in some things, but like <laughs> that's just how they do it, man, you know? Damn. That's just how they do it.
0: Okay. Yeah, he found he found a nice little lady, man. He did, man. He that's I... what I'm saying.
1: Like he just gets to go to work, do his thing. Yeah. Come home, no stress, man. Chill. Do his thing. So that's what's up, man.
0: So you was talking about you had a, a label in Japan and stuff, but you actually went to Japan like mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. What's that experience like?
1: Man, it was it was phenomenal. The first time I went, I was taken aback because uh um they clapped on the 2 and the 4, which is great. They don't clap on the 2 and the 4. If you get a get get certain members of the audience, they're going to clap on the 1 and 3. And, oh,
0: you mean they did a soul clap? Oh, yeah. Whoa!
1: They were on it, man. They were, no hesitation, just just right with it, man. I was like, whoa, man, get it. But, um, you know, stereotypically, they're a little more reserved, like, during the show. Yeah. But then after the show, they're very expressive, which caught me off guard, too. Because here, like, you play a show, and folks coming to you afterwards like, yeah, that was all right, man. You know what I'm saying? That was <laughs> yeah. all right, man. You did pretty good, man. You did pretty good. You know, be like, man... You you just bought a CD. You just bought a T-shirt. You just said I did pretty good. You know what I mean? But like over there, they were just like they were. They came up to you, told you like how much your music, their your music meant to them, really? and just were really expressive about it, which caught me off guard. But it was but it was really cool, man. Um, and just being over there in a, in a different country last year, it was great, right? Because that was around the man. It was around the the primaries and stuff so that it was the rise of trump last year right right and this year it was actual trump man and folks in japan were like what are you guys doing (laughs) like what happened (laughs) like they didn't understand man so i had to speak on behalf of the united states (laughs) in many ways um but um, no it was great man it's like I, I traveled a lot in in college, and you know, I've been to Thailand. Mm-hmm. I spent some time there teaching, actually. Um, oh, nice! You know, I've been to all over Europe and stuff, but it's been a long time since I've been out of the country that meaningfully. And so last year was great, and it's just like refreshes your perspective on, on on life, man. It's like there's so much out there. Yeah, it's like we just get so focused on what's right in front of us but man this is a whole world and a million experiences out there and I'm I'm excited about trying to see what's up
0: tell me before this tape pops what's the craziest thing that happened while you was over there
1: man I can't even I can't even recall it was just such a blur this time I got to go to South Korea though mm-hmm. and uh the craziest thing that happened to me over there was uh I was playing at Avengers headquarters you remember in the Avengers movie they, got the, they, they go to another country, and they got their little mini headquarters. It's actually in South Korea. Oh. Anyway, so we're at this building, this beautiful yeah. building. And my buddy, Mike Ian, was uh, uh, DJing at this big old festival. Yep. And uh, I sang a song with them. And I opened my mouth, and they just started clapping. I was like, <laughs> I was like damn. Son. So we're like we were tripping about that man. You know, what I mean, it was it was like it was very well received. Yeah. So I got to get back there, man, for sure. Korea, mm-hmm. South Korea, it Taiwan, it Taiwan. Shout out
0: to my South Korean people.
1: Yeah, yeah. All my peoples, all my peoples passing out in the doorways. All my peoples passing out on the street. I'm not kidding you, man. They would pass out on the street, man, in business suits, dude. They would be in the corner of the store, the door, yeah. passed out standing up, man, at like 2 a.m. You're like, are you serious? <laughs> Probably got to get back up and go to work in like four hours, man. It was no joke
0: when I was you over there. like that out here in the States?
1: Nah, not over there. <laughs> How you yeah. feel? Man, I feel pretty good, man. It's, it's crazy that I'm moving tomorrow.
0: It is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> this place is empty as shit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One question before we, before we wrap this up, because they're already here. I hold thought this was hold be a on one, one. second. No, not good. Yo, so uh, what's happening right now is I just asked Gabe if he could play the clarinet for us. Man,
1: I'm going to have to warm up though, man. You know what I'm saying? I got to kind of like uh,
0: <laughs> see, see, see what's up. What's that? He's talking to the reed right now. He's mm-hmm. talking to the reed.
1: Reeds are very finicky. If you ever played a reeds are like women A reeded instrument, you know, you got to kind of, you got to know. Which
0: one is good? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, something. Lit. Woo, little rusty, but you know, so I I got it though. <laughs> My chops are about to give out, man. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that was it. That's all you got. That was the end. We're done. But if you haven't had enough, follow us on Instagram at tbs underscore podcast. And I know you got something to say, and we want to hear from you. Send an email to somecollegeradio at gmail.com. And do not forget to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. The B-side can be found just about everywhere you like to listen to podcasts. But if you are listening on iTunes, review us because it helps. Special thanks to my guest Gabriel Taju. Shout out to my producer, Cleaner Baller. Music by Brian Wilson. This show was edited by some guy, and that guy is saying peace. Peace.